This is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book two, Confidence Comeback. If you enjoy what you hear, all five Showstride's books are available on Amazon. Chapter eight. After another couple of flat rides on Goose by herself, Tally had her first lesson on the pony scheduled for Friday afternoon. She was so excited to jump him. While she recognized the feeling of a big rocking stride from riding Danny, it was somehow different on Goose. The way he covered the ground just sort of happened. It was like he was just skipping along without a care in the world. That's what you want in a pony who will do the division one day, Isabel had told her the other day. That ground-covering stride feels good to ride, doesn't it? Tally agreed with her, feeling very lucky to help bring the pony along. Once Tally finished flatting in her lesson on Goose, Ryan adjusted a line and told her to trot in and canter out in five strides. Tally was surprised, and as usual, the emotion showed on her face. What's up? That sound okay? Totally, she quickly answered. I just thought we'd be starting with a little Cavaletti or something. Always a method to my madness, Ryan told her with a wink. Just keep your leg on to the base, and then when you land, sit chilly, focus on keeping him straight. If you get five strides, six strides, I don't really care. I want straightness and a consistent canter. Let's see what we got. Tally picked up her trot and concentrated on keeping G between her leg and hand before turning him toward the first jump of the line, a small crossrail. Keep your eye up, Tal. Aim for the middle. Tally did as Ryan instructed, and G popped up over the fence, cute as can be. He landed cantering slightly to the left. Tally pulled on the right rein to correct him, and he skewed a little too far right. She finally got him straight one stride before the vertical, and he gave it a nice, lofty effort. Not bad, but you need to steer him with your legs a lot more if he's wiggly down the line. Your hand isn't going to fix that. This needs to come from behind. Do it again. The next time, Tally jumped in and corrected G's wiggles with her leg signals. She was pleasantly surprised to see that she didn't need to use the reins much, if at all, and he stayed straighter this time, trotting in and cantering out in the five. Much better. Now do the same thing and then turn left and come up over this little vertical, Ryan said, lowering the diagonal single to about two foot. Jean navigated the five-stride line even better this time, with Tally having to do less to keep him straight. They cantered through the turn, and once he got his eye on the diagonal single, he surged forward a little, and they met the fence too close, G popping over it in an uncomfortable chip. You rode that whole thing great until three or four strides out from the single, Ryan said, as Tally slowed the pony to a walk. He changed the pace on you and went past the distance, which is why you chipped. Try it again, and if he does the same scoot forward, think about balancing. You don't want to just grab a hold of his mouth because he may take you too literally and think you want him to pull up. Just settle him softly and quietly with your hand while still supporting him with your leg. G breezed through the outside line again, as if some of his greenness had evaporated over just a few efforts. Tally kept him straight and balanced away from the jump and through the turn. 
When he picked up the pace again on his way to the single, she squeezed her fingers around the reins and sat tall, keeping both legs lightly on his sides. The pony slowed down just enough that, after a couple more balanced strides, they met the vertical much better. Good tell, that's the ride. You've got such a nice feel, and I think this guy knows his job pretty well already. Go ahead and quit with that. Tell him he's a good boy. Tally dropped the reins just in front of the pommel and patted G on both sides of his neck, a gesture that the pony seemed to appreciate with a long stretch of his neck and a contented, waffling sigh. Tally quickly gathered the reins back up, a little surprised at herself for trusting an animal she barely knew enough to let go of both reins like that but it felt like she'd been riding Goose for much longer than she actually had been. Tally took her time cooling out the pony, grooming him, and working out the light sweat marks around his girth area from their lesson. After replacing his blanket and feeding him a handful of baby carrots, she hurried over to the tack room where she changed into a dress, down vest, warm tights, and booties for the Oaks year-end event, which would be held in the little hall on the property. The hall was typically used for indoor activities during Oak's summer camps, but tonight it would be the setting for the show series awards. Tally walked around to the school tack room, the meeting spot she designated with Caitlin, who was also getting a year-end award. Both girls laughed the minute they saw each other. Their outfits were almost identical with their gray puffy vests, gray booties, and black tights. Did you girls plan that? asked Brenna with a wink as she passed them on the aisle. Giggling and planning their next shopping trip, the girls walked out the main entrance and down a little hill to the hall. Inside, more of the holiday garland and Christmas lights had been hung up, giving the room a festive, twinkly glow. The riders helped themselves to cookies, cheese, and crackers and hot apple cider before taking their seats. Tally almost didn't recognize some of the riders without their helmets. At the front of the hall, Brenna gave a little speech about everyone's hard work over the six shows of the year. It was fun to have the element of surprise. Tally, like all the other riders in the room, didn't know where she'd end up until the awards were announced and ribbons handed out. But having only competed in half the shows of the series, her expectations weren't too high for a top finish. After Brenna's speech, Tally and Caitlin went to get more cider and chatted with Jordan. I can't wait for the next show season. Too bad it doesn't start until April, Caitlin said. The memory of Tally's failed attempt at showing Danny still stung when her mind wandered back to it, but it was satisfying to think about the progress she'd made with Sweetie over the course of the Oaks show series. Seated again, the girls listened as Brenna called out the names of the younger kids from the barn who happily hurried from their seats to where the barn manager stood at the front of the hall to collect their ribbons and prizes. And the rumors were true. The ribbons were extra long and fancy, and depending on what place you got, a small prize accompanied the ribbons. When it came time for the Low Hunter Division prizes, Tally clapped for the sixth place winner, then fifth place. It had been a pretty full division in all three shows she rode in, so when Brenna announced a fourth-place winner, one of the boys who rode at Oaks, Tally could hardly believe it. She'd finished in the top three. Third place, Brenna said, pausing for dramatic effect, is Sweet Talker, ridden by Tally Hart. 
Blushing as usual, Tally collected her long yellow ribbon adorned with Low Hunter Year End Award third place in gold lettering. As Tally thought about where she might hang it in her room, Brenna handed her a leather bracelet embroidered with the words Quince Oaks Year End Winner on it. Sitting back down with her friends, who'd finished third and sixth in their respective divisions, Tally was happy but couldn't shake a negative feeling that came with it. Sure, the Oaks shows were fun, but they didn't really compare to the real shows she'd gotten to see through Mac and Ryan. What did it really mean to get ribbons at her home shows when there was a whole world of horse shows out there with bigger, better competition? Hi, it's Dana from Loricea, reaching out to you today from Italy, where I am based and where Loricea handbags are beautifully handcrafted at our factory in Tuscany. We've received several calls and inquiries through our website over the past few days requesting the new colors in our mini convertible backpack tote that we launched in person at the Devon Horse Show and County Fair. The mini in cornflower blue or raspberry red or a gorgeous cranberry navy two-tone that's always been so popular in the original convertible backpack tote are going to be up on the website over the next few days. So stay tuned and visit us at lauracea.com, that's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com, to see these new colors that were so popular at the show. We look forward to seeing you in person, but until then, visit us on our website. Thanks. Want to ride like a varsity athlete? Sally Batten's book, The Athletic Equestrian, is now available to order. Whether competing in the show ring or riding at home on the trail, every rider wants to be more secure and balanced in the saddle and effective with their aids. This innovative guide uses highly effective exercises honed over Coach Sally's 35-year coaching career to develop your athleticism on horseback. This proven rider training system will sharpen position and vastly improve your skills in the saddle. Order now at www. .athleticequestrian.com To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.